Welcome back to Let's Talk Gaming. My name is Miles Large. And I'm Eric. And today we're going to talk about Bayonetta. Before we start talking about Bayonetta, we're going to briefly say what we've been playing for the past week. I have been playing, well, Bayonetta. Beat it in like two days-ish. Mm-hmm. It was fun, but you know we'll get more to that later. Yep. And then also recently I bought uh, Bloodborne for the PS4. And I've played like, well now I've beat the first boss in it. But beforehand I've played Dark Souls 1 about like halfway through and I never beat it. But uh, I'm actually enjoying Bloodborne a lot more. So, yeah, we'll see how the rest of it is. Mm-hmm. That'll be cool. Um, I've been playing Ratchet & Clank 1 recently for the PS2. I've been capturing footage for a video I'm going to put up on my channel um, either this next Monday or the Monday after that. It's a lot harder than I remember. It's a lot more unforgiving than I remember, too. And so I think maybe, you know, this video that I... This video that I planned is a review, so maybe the review is just going to be like me taking off my nostalgia glasses and like realizing how tough of a game it actually is. So that'll be interesting. Cool. Look forward to seeing that video. <laughs> yeah. On to our main discussion, Bayonetta. Um, since we're going to basically be talking about the entirety of the game, there will be spoilers throughout. Um, just so you know, we'll have it. We'll have things time marked though, so you can you know kind of get a feel for what we talk about where. So if like. There'll be a part marked the ending, and then, you know, you can, if you don't want to hear about the ending, you can skip that. Um, the gameplay is mostly just uh, hack and slash. It's developed by Platinum Games, who's the same game developer that did Rising. So it's it's pretty much in line with Metal Gear Rising, honestly. You just basically go around and beating up all these enemies. I'd say it's uh, easier than Metal Gear Solid Rising. Yeah, because definitely. Because in, in Rising, you have to get good at the, uh, the parry. Parrying. But in this one, it's... You just got to learn how to dodge. Yeah. You can just kind of keep dodging. Well, you get like, what, five or six continuous dodges before Bayonetta stops. Yeah. But, so I'd, I'd say it's it's easier mm-hmm. than, than Rising. And it, w- it was maybe before before Rising. There's a bunch of different combos you can do. I probably didn't do, like, half the combos in the game, honestly. Oh, that's true. But when, so when you dodge, you get, like, a slow down time mechanic, and then you can beat up the enemies. Mm-hmm. You have, to, you have to get... You can't just, like, dodge, though. You have to dodge at the last second, mm-hmm. which uh, it's not too hard, actually. You do it most of the time. On the bosses, it's usually pretty annoying. Yeah, the dodging mechanic he was referring to is called Witch Time in the game, and uh, it honestly makes the game really awesome. Like you said, you have to basically dodge enemies' attacks at the last second for you to um, slow down time, basically, and you can use that chance to, like, you know, totally beat the crap out of them, which is pretty cool. The combo system, there's a bunch of combos in the game. There's also uh, techniques that you can buy that are, uh, you know, allow you to do different moves and stuff like that. And same with uh, weapons and other things. The game is very similar to Devil May Cry, honestly. Um, It's even made by the same director. I'd say Bayonetta has less of the puzzle elements that Devil May Cry has. Not that Devil May Cry had, like... Any puzzle elements. Well, no, I mean... I mean, it did, but, like... Not, like, a bunch, though, but... But yeah, because like, I mean, in the beginning of Devil May Cry, you know, you get in the mansion and you're really, I wouldn't say really confused, but you know, there's different doors that you can go into yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a nightmare Confusing, sometimes. you know, yeah. where to go. Where Bayonetta is basically just straight line yeah, throughout the game. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. With maybe like one hidden area to get like a yeah a heart or a 
diamond or pearl for magic and then mm-hmm. one of the uh record pieces mm-hmm. yeah bayonet it's it's pretty uh it's linear yeah it's pretty linear it's the game basically tells you like shows you where you're supposed to go in that sense it's you know kind of nice actually with uh with the techniques that you were talking about that you can buy i think i bought like two or three of them they were all right i guess the other ones that there was other times where i could have bought more but none of them really seemed like anything that i needed to have maybe there was more i needed to unlock or something to get like really good ones but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you can uh, you can really play through the whole game without buying any of the techniques. I know, oh, for um, sure. I know the only technique I actually bought was the air dodge because after that, I couldn't afford any of the other techniques. I tried. I always tried saving up for something, but I could never afford it because I was always spending my money on health items because the game's actually kind of difficult, yeah, even on hard. even on the normal setting. But yeah, so you really have to get good at uh, at you know the game mechanics to beat these enemies. And the bosses really require you to get good because they hit like a truck. But, um, <laughs> you know, there's not that many enemies in the game from what I can remember. And they all have similar, uh, they all look similar, visually similar yeah, to each other. True. You probably, your most different ones besides the bosses are um, the, oh, I don't know what they're called, but the guys with the claw type things that when you kill, you can pick up their claws. And oh, use. yeah. It's Grace and Glory, I believe, actually. Is that the fire and lightning one or is yeah. that the other one? I know. The one that are like those, but harder. Mm-hmm. Worse than in the game for me. Worse than any boss I fought. Probably, yeah. I, you know, it's funny because I, uh, I played the game recently, but not recently enough to where I can remember. But um, I know having, I remember having difficulty with certain enemies, like towards the end of the game, and even those enemies just at the beginning of the game when you first encounter the first fire and lightning guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I remember imme- upon immediately fighting those guys, I totally got wrecked. You know, at, at that point, I was like, okay, so this is going to be one of those games where I'm going to have to really, like, buckle down and get good at it because it is difficult at times, and the enemies will totally wreck you. Definitely. Yeah. I do like the design choice for the enemies, though. Um, it's like they're, like, um, you know, holy and uh, sort of angelic in a way, but they're also at the same time kind of twisted and stuff. So Yeah, especially really, the bosses. Yeah, so it really kind of um, gives this weird um, feel with them. I remember one specific enemy was the most ridiculous thing, and that was this uh, car enemy. You remember? I don't remember. Okay, well, there's a car enemy in the game. You know, I just played this. Okay. <laughs> and, car uh, enemy. Yeah, there's a car enemy. It's uh, actually right before the... Uh, motorcycle part or it's during the motorcycle part i don't remember that okay anyways so i remember enemies on cars okay i don't remember a car enemy. there is a car enemy i'll take your word on it okay and so basically when a new enemy shows up in the game um it gives you like a little cutscene. you can check out like you know what their name is and where they're from i think and you know what they what they look like it kind of showcases them and at like at that point in the game, I was like, okay, some of these enemies are already r- ridiculous, you know, as it is. But as soon as that car showed up, I was like, oh my god, like really, like come on, guys, like a car, an angelic car, like sh- modeled after like a '50s Buick, <laughs> like it looked ridiculous. But I mean, I I mean, I absolutely loved every second of it. It was great. The bosses are very difficult. They can be, yeah. Uh... Yeah, I know. I know. I've said this before on the podcast too, but I had a lot of trouble with Jean, which you didn't. I really didn't. I the only time I died is because there was a stupid quick time this event a quick time when you're event. on the missile and you have to click X and A maybe or up and B to like dodge or something. Yeah, and I died from that because I didn't click it in time. Yeah, but other than that, I beat her ass. It was great. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I really had trouble with her. Some of, some of the bosses like 
some of the enemies in general too like if they get a combo on you that'll deal half your health definitely those guys i was talking about with the claws earlier did basically like a whole bar in one combo they hit you up and then you're dead yeah it's pretty the game gets pretty uh brutal another part that was annoying uh with the enemies is when you're fighting the enemies which the enemies themselves are fine but there's that giant like lego ball in the sky like coming down and slamming yeah and there's like three or four chests that you need to open Mm -hmm. and as you're opening them the ball is still coming down to like hit you and enemies are around and the enemies are fine but the ball just keeps wrecking me yeah i hate that part yeah that's uh honestly that's probably the worst enemy in the game for me (laughs) the ball the The ball lego ball yeah not boss but enemy yeah yeah um, you were saying during the Jean battle that there there's a quick time event that killed you. Yeah, that will happen a lot in this game, and the, oh, the quick time events are extremely unforgiving. They're really dumb. Yeah, if you, it's basically one of those things where you're not sure if it's going to happen or not, and when it does, you'll miss it. You'll get it. You'll think you got it, but then you'll miss it. Yeah, you and hear then, Bayonetta screaming because she died. Yeah, and it's you'll like, die. God damn it, Bayonetta! I got the button. I yeah. clicked it. And it's not like you can, you know, revo- you can like save it. Like there are other quick time events coming after it. There's just one random quick time event in there, and if you don't get it, it'll kill you. Yeah. And so it's kind of it's extremely unforgiving. Quick time events are really dumb. Yeah, in the game, that's one of that's one of the uh, downfalls of the game. Yeah. I, in my opinion, the other downfall being the stupid cutscenes that they couldn't decide on. Oh. Yeah. The like. There's actual cutscenes, and then there's, like, film strip yeah, cutscenes where strip, no one's moving. Yeah, but they still flow in the wind, so it doesn't really, like... It's just... If they picked one, I would have been okay with it, but, like, yeah. since they ran with both, it looks ridiculous. It is jarring sometimes, yeah. Uh, what was your favorite boss? You know, it, I'm trying to think now, because I haven't played the game in a while. Um, I think I, re- I, think I really like the... I want to say I like the last boss, although... Maybe I just liked it for it being so, like, you know, grandiose and, like, uh-huh. oh, my God, like, you know, this is crazy. Like, I'm fighting a god. Mm-hmm. But I also, I did like the uh, the second to last boss, which was uh, Father Balder, even though I know he wrecked me. I thought he had, like, an interesting, like, art style and, and like, type thing. And I actually, I felt like I was doing better against him than I did against John. <laughs> so. I wrecked him because I, I think I used a... Uh the one of the yellow lollipops to get like yeah. a, a shield so he was pretty easy but yeah i kind of cheated on it so oh yeah no at, at that point in the game i had barely any uh money and to buy b- items to buy items and even if i could make the items i barely had any uh any of that so i barely had any items to fight these guys with so i was really getting wrecked towards the end of the game but I, I still like absolutely loved it. Like the last couple bosses, even though Jean was hard, I actually felt really uh, fulfilled when I uh, finally killed her. I'd say Jean's probably my favorite boss. Yeah. Um, as I said on, I believe it was the previous podcast when I was talking about a Dark Link in the uh, Water Temple in Zelda. Mm-hmm. I like enemies and bosses that like mirror your your movements uh, and yeah. stuff, and that's basically what she is. She has yeah. all your your powers. Yeah. More or less. Yeah, that is pretty cool. So yeah, that was probably my favorite boss fight. And like I said, I I pretty much wrecked her. As opposed to the beginning of the game when there's like a flashback and you fight her. Mm-hmm. She destroyed me when that happened. Yeah, definitely. But I guess by the end of the game, I got good enough to beat her. Yeah. Now, if for those of you who uh, haven't played the game, and even for those of you who have played the game, the story is very confusing. I have... No, I honestly have no idea what happened in that game. I can... I mean, I can really give you... a plot summary of it right now but i'm pretty sure rather not yeah no one wants to hear it because it doesn't really it's not really that big the story isn't really um doesn't really motivate you that much 
honestly the big motivating factor is just the fact that you get to like you know slaughter your enemies yeah that's like that's i mean that was my motivation because like i said i i really had no idea what was going on in the game that's the big that's the most that's the biggest fun you'll get from this game (laughs) i mean the story's okay once you like kind of learn about it it's actually kind of cool once you actually figure out what's going on because i um ended up watching the like animated movie that they uh produced after the game came out Uh and the animated as i was watching the movie i was like well this doesn't make any sense like i don't remember any of this from the game at all but after i started watching you play like the early parts of the game Uh i was like thinking back to that movie and i was like oh like this actually makes a lot of sense now and the movie the movie's story actually is the same story as the game only it actually explains it a lot better because in the game a a lot of things are implied and it's not really it's really vague yeah and so like in the in the movie when things are explained it actually makes sense i mean also part of the problem was between me first starting the game and getting like the beginning cutscenes and stuff Mm -hmm. between beating the game was like pretty big yeah you know gap because i started playing and then i stopped for the longest time so mm-hmm. that also didn't help that i yeah. don't really remember how the beginning went in like the first couple of like chapters yeah definitely so that didn't help any yeah the characters in the game are uh, pretty interesting there's uh, our titular character bayonetta who's basically your um hack and slash babe <laughs> <laughs> so to speak i guess i mean i don't know she's uh i think she's awesome honestly not not because she has uh boobs but i think she's just an awesome like character yeah she's probably the best character in the game i don't think i really liked any of the other characters not that there's that many mm-hmm. and then one of them who's oh my god the short fat guy uh enzo enzo yeah i mean he's like they're a little bit in the beginning yeah and then at the very end yeah so you really don't see see yeah. that much of them so yeah actually he's probably one of the characters i don't really like that much yeah i mean yeah i he's he's kind of a weasel don't care yeah <laughs> And then the oh, what's the black guy's name? Who you Rodon. Stuff? Rodon. Like yeah. again, he doesn't really yeah. do that much. Yeah. Like he's there a little bit as like an actual character, and then the rest of the game he's just your shopkeeper. Yeah. So it's basically you, so Bayonetta. Yeah. Jean. Jean. Uh, Luca. Luca. Or Cheshire, depending on Cheshire. Yes. Cheshire. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Ceresa. Yeah, Ceresa. And then what's his face at the very end? Uh, Father Balder. Father Balder. He has yeah. a. He might have a different name, but that's what his boss name is. If yeah. you want to call it that. So that's basically your only characters in the game. Yeah. And out of any of those, Bayonet is the only one I really like. Yeah. The girl annoys me because it's a little girl, so she's annoying, and yeah. she says "mummy" a lot, and that's really bothersome. Luca bothers me because he just reminds me of Yosuke. I just want to punch him in the face because <laughs> the same voice actor. It's the same voice actor. Yuri Lowenthal. Yes, and then I guess. Uh, uh jean was all right but yeah she only appears like three or four times yeah but she was okay i guess yeah when you're playing the game i think uh, you kind of get a feel for jean and you kind of think that she's like your main antagonist because ma- mainly because like the story doesn't explain a lot so like and you know you get this other chick who has the same powers as you who keeps showing up you know yeah. and you have to keep fighting her so you start to think that she's the final boss but she isn't and it's actually um jubileus <laughs> oh also something i was gonna say about the last boss is the, the last boss and the second last boss reminded me of drake garden <laughs> just because they're really weird and like because father balder has like a kid sticking out of his chest yeah and that's weird and that just reminds me of drake guard yeah that reminds me more of drake guard one and then the last boss is this giant like chick goddess thing yeah it's basically, and that reminds me of yeah. drake guard then drake guard three yeah so 
going back to the uh, characters before we move on to talking about the uh, end of the game. Yeah, Bayonetta is definitely the best character. Um, Luca's pretty much there just for the comic relief. Yeah, he is um, there. He, he definitely, um, even even if he didn't share the same voice actor as Yosuke from Persona 4, um, he does hold a lot of similar qualities to yeah, Yosuke. that's true. And yeah, they um, although there are supporting characters, they're, they're definitely not as strong as Bayonetta. Like the the whole game is just about Bayonetta, like and that's yeah. and honestly that's fine. Yeah, yeah, it is fine. Yeah, I kind of like Rodan the shopkeeper. He's cool. <laughs> he has a he has a great voice. He does have a good voice. Yeah, actually, probably my favorite part of the game was the uh, space harrier part oh, right before yes, you fight John. I I actually really like that place. That place. That part. Mm-hmm. I really like that part. And it actually makes me want to go and play Space Harrier because yeah. I've never played that before. Oh, yeah, so neither. I'm interested to go and play it and see yeah. if I enjoy it as much as I like that part. Yeah. Um, interesting fact, the director's favorite game is uh, Space Harrier. Yeah. And so that's, that's why that part's in the game. That's why it's in there. Uh, but yeah, it was actually a really fun part. I think it dragged on a little bit too long. Yeah. Same thing with the motorcycle part earlier, mm-hmm. which was fun. But I think it went on a little bit longer than it needed to. Yeah. I um, my only complaint with that part was if you lose health during it, you don't get to really regain it back, unless you have items, of course. But then, like, because you fight a boss right after that, you fight Jean, yeah, you fight Jean immediately after the Space Harrier part. And if it, if you lose a lot of health and you don't have um, ways to recover your health, then you're kind of just screwed for Jean if you're not prepared for it. Like yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was prepared for it, but I don't. I think I wasn't not prepared for it. Oh. Also, I was playing on the, the Wii U, so it gives you the options of uh, motion controls for that part. Mm-hmm. And I tried it for about two seconds, and I was like, oh, this does not work. <laughs> it was, this game was not made for this. Yeah. Same with the motorcycle and the uh, space harrier part. You can mm-hmm. use uh, motion controls. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I would not, not recommend it. Yeah. Also, through the rest of the game, I think there's like certain moves you can use the, the stylus on the touchpad to like do something. I'm oh. like, I don't know why you would do this. No, yeah, definitely The game not. was not made for this. Yeah. And maybe Bayonetta 2, maybe, because that was made for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Um, I played it on the PS3, so I don't know if there was an option for motion control, but if there was, I probably definitely I, wouldn't I go for it. it. Yeah. <laughs> With the garbage six axis. Yeah, I'm not really a big fan of that. <laughs> definitely not. When I played a, that one Ratchet & Clank game, I turned that off real quick. Oh, yeah. When no. you're doing the falling thing. The, yeah, tools, Ratchet & Clank Tools of Destruction. There's a skydiving part. The only skydiving part in the whole game, actually. <laughs> just to no, show no. off the six-axis. Yeah. No, I lied. There, there are other parts. I forgot about it. It's just not as prominent yeah, as yeah. that part. Yeah. Yeah, and as soon as I played through that part, I was like, I wonder if I can turn that off, because I never want to do that ever again. I believe it, uh, Mirror's Edge. When you're walking across stuff, you have to do that, too. Yeah. And that's garbage. Yeah, I just get lucky with that. Yeah. Usually it's just like, it's, she's like leaning over one way and I kind of like flip, yeah. flick it and then like hope hope I can make it to the other side. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually don't hate the uh, motion cro- controls for the Wii U or the gyroscope in the, yeah. the Wii U pad. Like for Splatoon, that's the way I use to like move the camera to shoot and stuff. Yeah. In Nintendo Land, it's great too. So it's not like I hate, you yeah. know, motion controls or the gyroscope or anything. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it works, works well, well for, for, for Bayonetta. Bayonetta. Yeah. Honestly... I don't remember that many tracks from the game other than Flaming to the Moon. <laughs> but that's more so because I already know the song from previous Japanese media. <laughs> yeah. So other than that, that's really the only song that uh, is, you know, memorable for me. Mm-hmm. I have a couple memorable ones. Um, I have the soundtrack. I, like, you know, listen to it from time to time. And there's, like, a couple, like, main Bayonetta-like fighting themes and stuff. And those I remember. And those Yeah, are... I kind of remember those, too. Yeah, two. and those are really cool. Um, They're very, like glamorous and big and like i don't know this this kind of like a there's something dancey about them but at the same time there's something very like 
Bayonetta's the star of the show and like that kind of thing. It's like it's kind of like it's kind of like a musical in a sense where everything like is, you know, up on the stage and it's like big and it's prominent and you know, here's Bayonetta and she's like kicking these angels asses and you know, it's just kind of it's kind of the music that you want to slay things to. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. I don't remember a song, I don't remember hearing a song and thinking, "Oh, this doesn't work or this doesn't sound good." Yeah. It's just, you know, from what from the most memorable song to me is is Fly Me to the Moon. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. The uh I really like the chapter select music oddly. Hmm, I don't think I remember what that sounds like. It's kind of like this airy atmospheric music with like a mm. little piano in the background. I'm sure if I heard it, I'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I know definitely. this, but, but I, I can't think of it off the top I, of my head. I know um, there's one one day where I uh, I was doing the dishes and the dishwasher beeped and I was on the chapter select screen. So I like threw the controller down to go put away the dishes. Yeah. And so I had the song looping in the background. Like it was only a minute and 30 seconds long. Yeah. I kept looping. But I really liked it because I don't know. It's there's something about it that was like, yeah, like this is really cool, and it's like we're going on a quest to like ancient ruins or something like that. It was <laughs> cool. There's a rose piano in another song in the very beginning of the game, which is cool. I think the uh, the ending was uh, really fun and really good. Yeah, definitely. well done. The last two bosses were, you know, really really good, and the last boss, second to last boss, was really good at making you think it was the last boss. Yeah, and then it wasn't actually. Yeah, though I I probably should have seen that coming. Very climactic, you know, falling from space to like, yeah, oh, yeah, get, definitely get, kick the thing to the sun or whatever you do. But yeah, so I think that ending was very well done. And then the the last cutscene is pretty good, where everyone thinks spoilers, uh, where everyone thinks Bayonet is dead. Yeah, and you know she's in the coffin or whatever. And then Jean is the uh, the priest or or whatever in the, yeah. in the robes, and then more angels come and they beat him up. Yeah. And what's his face is being a little sniveling, little coward. Uh, um, Enzo. Enzo. Yeah. yeah, as he always is. Yeah. <laughs> The end of the game is really cool. You've been fighting your way to your objective, and once you finally get there, you know, spoilers, you know, there's a guy here, he's revealed to be your father, and, you know, you fight him and stuff. And it's it's pretty cool. And like you said, I think it's kind of cool how that that boss fight made you think it was the last boss fight, because it's like, you know, it's like I'm defying my dad. I don't know, it's kind of interesting in a sense. But then the last boss turns out to be, you know, God herself, Jubileus, like the creator and that I think is really awesome. How Bayonetta's like you know taking on a god. Yeah. Well, speaking of the uh, last boss, I hate the move where it hits you and turns you into a little girl, and you can't do anything but run around like a little girl. It's yeah. Super annoying, and I hate it so much. I have a question. Did you yes. find a way to dodge that? No, because I'm pretty sure I got hit by it every time. Okay, because I got hit by it every time, and I don't know if there's a way to dodge that. I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah, pre- I, feel not, like I, feel like maybe, maybe I feel like there's a way. Maybe not. I feel like there's a way because I don't. I'm sure there is. Because I would, and then there, she would do like a follow up attack to that, uh-huh. and then that would hurt you more. Yeah. But somehow I would always avoid it. I think I just play like running in circles or something. Yeah. Uh, you know. But other than that, yeah, that that move sucked. There's a couple moves that she did where I was like, "Gosh, like really?" Yeah. And and there's some times where I did um, use the yellow lollipop, which is mm-hmm. the like invincibility thing. Yeah. Invincibility item. And that was the only way I could, you know, get any, like, leverage on the boss. But other than that, like, you know, the boss was pretty pretty awesome, I think. I hated the little head she shot out, too, to attack you. I can't remember. Fly, fly, I'd, have to play, I'd have to play it again. But I, I did like how, like, the battlefield is, like, keeps changing and stuff. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's kind of like an epic space thing. Yeah. It's cool. And then once she um, teams up with Jean and creates... Um, I don't know the name, but it's the 
the ultimate like bad witch yeah who's like on par with jubileus basically you get to you know do the you get to do the climax attack with uh the big bad witch and it's pretty cool you know you you basically hurl her towards planets yeah and just this is kind of crazy Towards the sun, I think, maybe. Yeah, towards the sun. Because so yeah. you go back past Earth. You go past towards, the planets, that's right. Also, I like how in that cutscene, or gameplay cutscene thing, mm-hmm. I like how, like, all the planets are in a line, because, mm-hmm. like, planets don't work that way. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, they can be in a line, yeah. but, you know, they usually they're exa- not. Yeah, usually they don't. But, really yeah, so when, you, so when you do that part, you go past, like, all the planets. All the planets, yeah. yeah. That's pretty, it's just, like, awesome. Yeah. So, one thing I didn't like is how using items, like, counts as like a death basically yeah or half a death or yeah. a quarter of a death or whatever i mean it, it may i understand to like punish you for using items and stuff mm-hmm. but i think it counting as a death is it's like kinda, really yeah. dumb it should just make your score for the for the battle yeah. be worse because there were a decent amount of times where i would get like you know six like silvers and like two bronzes or something mm-hmm. but then i get a stone because it counted because, as i died yeah. like two or three times so i don't mind like your score being lower yeah but like it counting as a death was kind of dumb and i know in the uh, second one i'm pretty sure they don't do that really yeah okay that's another complaint i have for the game just because throughout the whole game i got stone awards because i had kept using items maybe i really suck at this game i don't know (laughs) but like every at the end of every chapter i would always have like four or five deaths on three or four deaths on my hand and sometimes five just because it'd be a quick time event i couldn't get past oh my god yeah See, that, that's worse. another reason why the quick time events not just because they kill you but because you know they kill you and then that you basically your score yeah you, you already dropped down yeah. one like uh trophy yeah it's totally unfair yeah i actually don't know how many weapons there are in the game because i you have the guns you start out with yeah then you have the shotguns then you have a katana then I got like a whip thing. Yeah, there are rocket launchers too. Rocket launchers. I don't think I ever got rocket launchers. <laughs> okay. And then I know there's like upgraded uh, weapons that you can buy. Upgraded your normal oh, really? guns, and then upgraded um, maybe they were shotguns. I know. I know the two weapons I could buy in the shop were just what I had, but like upgraded. Are you sure they're upgraded, or are they alternate so you can equip them for all four? Well, I mean, I think you can do that, but like, bandages. but they're they're called like. Uh, something alt maybe they're alt i don't know they're i think they're called alt well some of them are called alt anyways and i'm assuming that was only so you could equip them to all four appendages i want to say it was like upgraded and then the name or something that told me that they were upgraded maybe it was just alt and i'm remembering wrong but yeah so i don't know how many weapons are in the game maybe i missed a lot of the uh record pieces yeah the lps and yeah. stuff i know i missed a couple i'm not i mean sure. I, I know i did but yeah. so I, I don't know how many more of those would get me better weapons and stuff yeah i have no idea also this is probably one of my favorite games ever and that's not an exaggeration i liked it i wouldn't put it that high really uh, yeah it would definitely will not make my top 10 games really but uh, i mean it was it was fun i enjoyed it yeah more I, definitely more positives than negatives yeah i i absolutely loved it um my favorite hack and slash game for them um, by far. And I don't really play hack and slash games. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. As always, you can subscribe to our RSS feed on iTunes, or you can subscribe to youtube.com slash miles TV. You can also follow us on Twitter at LTG podcast. Thank you. See you next time.